Welcome back to another episode of Fender Bender's Collision Cast. My name is Mariah King, and I'm the staff writer here at Fender Bender. For today's episode, I get to speak with one of the shop owners who recently won Fender Bender's Best Workplaces Award. We talk about how their shop rose above the rest to win this coveted award. Let's dive in. And today I'm talking with Wendy Ott, co-owner of Auto Body Concepts. And Wendy, do you want to just say hello? Hi. <laughs> Great, thank you. Um, and Auto Body Concepts was one of Fender Bender's Best Workplaces, um, awarded that just came out in our March issue. And so today we're just going to kind of talk to Wendy and figure out why Auto Body Concepts won this award and what makes it uh, stand apart from the rest. Okay, so Wendy, do you just kind of want to start by telling me um, what was your first reaction when you found out that you'd won uh, the best workplaces? I was pretty excited. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty neat to know that that our one of our gals reached out to you guys to let you know that that she does think that we're one of the best workplaces here. So that was pretty exciting for us. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So what do you think that um, Auto Body Concept does? Why do you think that, let me rephrase this. I guess I wrote your profile, so obviously I know everything about Auto Body Concepts. Um, And can you kind of speak to uh, the training that your technicians go through and just how your shop is really dedicated to making sure they have all the information and all the tools that they need? Well, we are um, ICAR Gold certified, so, you know, there's lots of training that goes along with that. But um, to keep them filled with that, you know, to keep them up to date on all of that knowledge is, I think it's as exciting for them as it is for us to to know that that we are investing in them as much as, you know, we need to because they, they appreciate that, you know, knowing that they get to stay abreast of everything else. Um, and, you know, they appreciate that. So, Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I know that you guys do quite a few um, unique team building exercises uh, to kind of build that, that culture that you have. Um, can you tell me a little bit about those? I know uh, one of which that is featured in the magazine talks about how you guys have potlucks and you invite uh, just about everybody. We do. That's something that we really enjoy. And, you know, at first we started out with, you know, kind of a big one at Thanksgiving. And um, we noticed that everybody really enjoyed it. You know, our employees really enjoyed it. Um, Then we noticed they would start inviting their uh, wives or kids to come up and join us if they were available our parts vendors and sublet vendors that would be coming through that day, you know, they always enjoyed making a plate. Our mail carriers come in. Um, So every, everyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome. Yeah. There's always lots of food and lots of fellowship and we enjoy it. And um, we're just glad to, to be able to do that for them. And once we started the Thanksgiving, it kind of turned into, you know, well now, uh, about once a month, we will, you know, get, we've got a grill up here and we just barbecue and let them just come and make a plate and continue to work or birthdays. We celebrate birthdays with special cakes or cookies or things like that. But it just, it just keeps the, the atmosphere light. 
Um, we like to be, we, of course we get our work done, we get our jobs done, but it makes it fun. It makes it fun to be here. So definitely. And do you see, uh, do you see those team building exercises off the shop floor? Do you see, do those translate into how, um, your techs and how all of your employees, uh, work together? I definitely do. You know, they they build camaraderie with each other. They build relationships. And, you know, uh, even outside of the shop, like you said, uh, during the summer, you know, we get together at our local park and, and get the, the aquatic center um, for a big pool party for everybody and their families and their grandkids and whoever may want to come and join us. And um, it just, it, it gives everybody a chance to get to know one another outside of, of work and to get to know their families and to, and that, and that makes a big difference. Why do you think it's important to get to know them not only as, as technicians and as employees, but also as people? Um, well, because, I mean, that builds trust with them. That builds, um, uh, we just appreciate them. We can we consider these guys our family. You know, they we come to work. We spend a lot of time with them. We spend as much, if not more, time with these guys here at the shop than we do our own families. Sometimes um, being here, you know, seven to six some days, and you know those are long days, and we just want to make sure everybody has a good working relationship. And I think those. Like you said, those team building activities that just helps everything all along everything um, while they're here at work. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, what would you say is the thing that you are most proud of your shops for? I would say the thing that I'm the most proud of my shop is. I guess how the employees, how they appreciate or how they not appreciate, they um, want to do a good job. You know, they want to take care of our customers. They want to be here for each other, you know, to work as a team, to, to just for the end of it is just to take care of the customer. That's our most important thing is, how we get to that end and that's making a satisfied customer and we have a great team that they all pull together and they want to they want to all work together and that makes me the proudest I think is that knowing that we have such a great work family definitely definitely so do you think um what what sets your shop apart from the most do you think it is kind of that that tight-knit family bond I think absolutely, aside, uh, you know, outside of being a small family-owned business, I think we know what those core values are and we want to make sure that we apply those, you know, and that we're doing that every day, that we know, that our employees all know that we're here no matter what, you know, if they need to come to us with whatever the issue may be, whatever the need may be, you know, they can always come and talk to us. And I don't think you get that in the big corporate world. You know, you may have a, 
you may have a boss, but do they really have a a connection with you? Do they really have a or is your best interest at heart, you know? I mean, or is it just a job to them? So well, yeah, that's great to hear. And I think yeah, at least from from what I've what I'm hearing and, you know, having reported on you guys, it's just it's really that that trust that just goes all the way through from, you know, if somebody has to leave early to pick up their kids that you guys have no problem like helping each other out. That's right. I mean, that was something that before I started here, you know, my kids were young and I knew that I did not want to miss out on anything that they did. So I don't want my, especially, you know, my girls that work here, you know, if they want to go to their kids' Christmas parties or um, their kid gets sick or things like that, I don't want them to miss those things. And I think we're all going to step in and, and pick up the slack for a day or two and, and, and make sure everything goes on. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so kind of getting into the more uh, nitty gritty details of shop ownership, um, (laughs) which, uh, which KPI do you guys kind of hold above the rest? One thing that kind of, uh, stands out to me is probably parts um, where we struggle with repair versus replace with a lot of insurance companies. You know, they want us to repair over replace, and um, we do a lot of part price matching with most of our vendors, and we're able to get OEM parts. But sometimes it's it's a little bit of a an argument a time or two, you know, with some of the insurance carriers, but. If anything, I, I would say that would probably be be the the one thing that that might stand out to me. Gotcha. And how how do you approach those conversations with insurers? And uh, just to give a little more context, the reason I ask is um, I've written quite a few stories dealing with the insurance realm, and from my understanding, is that. The insurance workers, you know, they're trying to do the best they can while working within their own parameters. And of course, the estimators are just trying to get the vehicle back to pre-loss condition so the drivers can feel safe. And from from what I understand, it's both parties are trying to, they both have the same goal, but it's just hard based on the different parameters that they have with their own corporations. Right, and that's understood, Um, you know, and like you said, they are out here, the insurance carriers, you know, they are out here for their their company, you know, per se, but um, the customer should be our common denominator in that, and we just want to make sure that they are taken care of in a way that's most efficient, you know, so that they're back on the road quickly, and some of our... um, some of our aftermarket parts or whatnot, the fitment's not correct, and then we may have to paint and then fit it, and then it's not correct, and so then we end up having to order a different part anyway. Uh, so those are those are things that we do address with with the insurance carriers a lot um, because we kind of know we've been in the business long enough that we know that you know fender liners they're definitely not going to or some bumper covers that are certain certain makes or models, you know, that aren't going to be 
and sometimes the the adjusters just can't do anything about it and and they have to see it they have to see it before they can write OE so um but we just want to make sure that the customer doesn't get upset in the process and that they are updated and and they know what's going on all along the way so definitely so is that a is that a burden that that you guys shoulder that like your estimators and your techs help the customers to kind of walk through the process and just kind of let them know what to expect or how does that work? We usually um, take care of that on the backside of things, you know, I mean, I don't, we don't want to burden our customers with those issues and worry them with those things that we know that, that we're going to get handled on our side and the backside of things, you know, I just want them to, come in and know that they can hand us their keys, we can get them in rental, and they're going to pick up their, their car at the end of the time, and it's going to be repaired, and they're going to be happy. And all the the middle work, I don't want them to necessarily be burdened with or have to worry about. So, Yeah, definitely, definitely. So who, who does take on the middle work? Our estimators, um, our receptionist does a lot for us, setting up rentals, um, you know, making sure payments are coming out. The estimators, of course, will deal with the adjusters that, that we're not DRPs with or if there's a revision request or, you know, something like that that has to be dealt with. Then those are just things that they're trained to handle, um, and they build relationships with the adjusters that come in that that do right for their, you know, say progressive. You know, we're a we're a repair shop for them, but they still send an adjuster out. And um, but my estimator, we keep the same estimator, and he's built a relationship with each of those adjusters, and they know that they can trust us, and we're going to do the right thing. So. Definitely. And how, how do you build those relationships? Um, just trust. I mean, doing what we say, um, doing it in a timely manner, not having, you know, not getting mad or, you know, frustrated, things like that. Just just making agreements and just trusting, you know, just the trust, I suppose. That's been a topic that we have definitely heard a lot about at Fender Bender is how to kind of approach those conversations with insurance adjusters, you know, and just level head, calm tone, and just like to really explain where you're coming from and how, you know, you're not being greedy and you don't think that, you know, you don't need the new part, but you should have it. Right. And we are, we're only going to bill for what we do, you know, but we want to get paid for what we do at the same time. But if you don't build that trust and they know that you're going to do what you say you're going to do, then it makes it harder. So rather than billing out for something that you're, you really don't use or a, a procedure that doesn't, you didn't really do, you know, we take um, in-process photos twice a day. And we just have a guy that goes around with the camera and we have a... Um, we use Mitchell Repair Center, their fast photo right now, as long as it's supported, but but we love it. And we have a technician that goes around and scans each photo or each vehicle and takes four corners twice a day. So we're we're kinda making sure we're letting our you know, if the insurance carriers do have a question, you know, oh here we go, you know, here's what here's what we did. So 
Yeah, definitely. Just um, having that that documentation and those images mm-hmm. to to support. You know, it's not it's not all words. There, there's factual stuff to back that up. Right. Great, great. Um, how many DRP programs are you guys a part of? Oh gosh, I think um, just at maybe nineteen or so, including the dealerships, the local dealerships around here that we do. So it's um, we're a little bit more rural. So, but. Um, you know, and like you know, as with any DRP, they each have to be written a certain way, or you know, things like that. But, but I think there's about 19, right, Danny? Yeah, about 19. Wow. So you guys really hone on that insurance adjuster relationship. I mean, with 19 DRPs, that's got to be a, a a pretty important factor. Yes, absolutely. Great. I guess just kind of to wrap up here, um, I'm curious if you have any advice for other shops who are hoping to be featured in the, uh, in the best workplaces. I think my best advice is just take care of the people that take care of you and that's, and then take care of your customers. And that's probably about, that's really all, all you'd have to do. Once again, my name is Mariah King, and you've been listening to Fender Benders Collision Cast. See you next time.